Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to What, what We Said Podcast. Podcast. Um, it's been a while. No, no it's only been, it's been a week for that. <laughs> but Just I'm, the classic thing to say. <laughs> wow, it's been a while. Um, I'm in Arizona right now. Should we say like our names before everyone? Because people are like, it's just hard to tell which one's talking. Sure. Sometimes. So this is Chelsea. I'm JC. I have a cold. So if my voice sounds like gross and nasally, I'm so sorry. That's her. Um, but guys, guess what? I got a dog. And she's it is tiny. She's so tiny, cute. Sorry. She's a toy poodle, a red toy poodle. And she's... Well, she was 10 weeks when we got her, and I think we got her a week ago, so she's 11 weeks now, and she's so she's, cute. Like, she looks tiny in pictures, and then I saw her in real life, and I was like, there's actually no way that you're a real dog. Yeah, she looks like a chicken nugget. Her nose is tiny. <laughs> she's really cute. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so today we have Maddie. Our, yeah, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay, we'll start over. <laughs> and today we have a very special guest joining us, Maddie Beasley. Hello. Hello, Hi. Maddie. We are super excited to have her today. She is, well. I'm super excited. I've said like, this is our first guest like five times <laughs> when our husbands were on. I'm like, this is our first guest. And then when Tyson came on, I also said that. But this is actually our first guest. Me and Maddie have never met. Never I've met. followed yeah. you forever on Instagram, I Same. feel like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, none of us have <laughs> ever met us. in person. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. me and Chelsea have met in person. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you guys, I guess. <laughs> nice um, to meet you. But yeah, so this is like the first actual, we're going to give you the title of the first actual first guest. I feel Sorry, honored. Tyson. I feel yeah. Honored, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Chelsea. Yeah. Oh, hi. <laughs> okay, um, well, we just want you to introduce, you, introduce yourself first. Okay. I know everybody hates, hates it. that. Like, <laughs> yeah. say something fun about yourself, but just like okay. tell us, you know. The like basics. where you live, where you grew up, what you like to do, okay. that stuff. Well, I live in Arizona, Gilbert, Arizona. I grew up here. I've never lived anywhere else longer than a year at least. Yeah. So always lived here. Um, I'm 22. I have two kids. One's five, one's one. And I'm a wife and I don't do anything for work. I'm a stay-at-home mom. As a That is work. hard work. <laughs> it's really kidding? hard. So it is work, but yeah. it's I don't get paid for it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but no, I actually start school next Wednesday. So <clears throat> that's so uh, exciting. Yeah, for, it's really exciting. Is it esthetician? esthetician. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. So I like, yeah, I'm really excited. Is that something yeah. you've wanted to do for a while? For a long time. That's yeah. Cool. For a really long time. It's been like a long time coming. So I'm really excited about going to school and doing that. So, so what yeah, are your kids' like names? Hobby. So I have my daughter, she's five, and she her name's Mia. And then my son, he's one and his name is Bowie. Oh, 
Oh, so, that is you guys such a cute go follow name. Maddie on Instagram and cry at how <laughs> cute her kids so are. Cute. Please, <laughs> they are pretty cute. They Bowie, so that cute. is such a cute boy's name. It's not like just a classic, you know, yeah. like the Utah like classic crazy unique, yeah. names, but they're <laughs> unique. But they're like they're too out there. You're like, yeah, okay. yeah, they're too I, much. Like I Bowie's perfect. It's so cute. I so pictured cute. him as like an, a grown adult, and I'm like, Bowie would be cute as an adult. You know, like yeah, you want to think yeah, about yeah. that. So yeah, Mia, I, I feel like isn't as as unique as Bowie is, but it's still it's okay, cute. Though it fits her. <laughs> yeah. I saw this meme the other day. It was like on Twitter. It's like. Are Bob's ever born or do they just like appear when they're 50? <laughs> or like a Kevin. My dad's yeah. name is Kevin. Seriously. My dad's name and is like, Clifford. Can you imagine like a baby? A baby Clifford. Oh, That'd be cute. Clifford, though. the little actually Cliff is cute. <laughs> yeah. But Clifford. I remember one time there was like we were doing a project in seventh grade. And they're like, okay, let's make like we we're doing a video. And it's like, let's make the mom's name super ugly, like Helga. And they're like, yeah, and then let's make the dad's name super ugly, like Clifford. And I was like, that's my dad's name. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, ha, ha, oh. I was like, that's fine. You're like, cool. <laughs> yeah. No, my dad's name is Kevin Burl. So imagine that as a baby. Burl. Yeah, a tiny baby. <laughs> that's true. So funny. Kevin as a baby? <laughs> Burl. So what is Burl? Yeah. Like, what, that's his middle name? Yes. Oh. What the heck? That's yeah. so random. Wait, how do you spell it? Sorry, Dad. I'm outing him. <laughs> He's like, cool. like, wow, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's interesting. No, no he knows. That. He knows. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, okay, so... Wait, is there anything else that we wanted to ask, Maddie? I don't know. Um, do you have anything else that you can I, think of? That's all that's interesting. What do you about like me? to do for fun <laughs> besides being a mom? Like, what do you do for fun when you're honestly just want so like long time? I will like so. My friend and I, we our husbands are friends, and then like our kids are friends, and so we'll like go ditch our husbands and go to Target. Target. Oh my gosh, honestly, therapeutic. I know, really. So I'm like, that's really. I mean. Besides that, like, I can't really think of anything fun that I like. I yeah. just hang out with my friends, like, when I have the free time, so. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's about well, that's, it. I think it's so important. I'm not a mom yet, but I think it's so important to have, like, girlfriends. Like, even oh, yeah. when you're just married. Totally. Like, I remember being like, okay, I have, like, some girlfriends, but getting married. And then, like, after a year, I was like, you need girlfriends. For your sanity. Yeah. Yes. You really need, like, people that aren't with you 24-7. Yeah, no, and seriously. they understand, so. like, girl emotions. Yeah, Totally. Okay, so we're here to talk to Maddie today because Maddie got pregnant with her daughter Mia when she was 16, and so um, we just wanted to chat with her about her experience being pregnant as a teenager and just... Have her tell her story. Yeah, yeah. kind of have her tell her story. First, let's... What, what was your childhood like? So your upbringing, like what did yeah. you do in high school? Like were you in sports? Just, were you shy in high school? Did you have a lot of friends? Like how do you feel like... So I definitely was not shy in high school. I did have a lot of friends and hung out with people all the time. Um, and I grew up in a Christian home. So that was pretty shocking to my parents when they found out. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I grew up in a Christian home and I have two siblings and yeah, I mean, I just, I was really outgoing in high school and hang out with people on my free time. And sometimes that got me in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I don't know if this is like I'm just I always just jump right into everything. So I'm how like, to okay, get no, it. Okay. <laughs> how? <laughs> well um, So when did you or like how did you find out? So how, how long had you and Morgan been dating? Seven years. When you got pregnant? Oh no. Sorry, oh sorry. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> like, okay, so since you're ten, okay. Seven years. <laughs> no. So when you had gotten pregnant, how long About, were you guys dating? Yes. Okay. But for not even a year. 
Okay. So a little I mean, that's that. pretty long in like high school terms though. Kind of. Yeah. It's not like it had been like a month. <laughs> not many people not last long that long. Yeah. To have a baby. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so how did you find out that you were pregnant and like when, what was the situation? So, oh man, it's kind of a long story. It's okay. We're here. We're here <laughs> but, for it. Um, we so, will cut you off in an hour, but yeah, <laughs> just <kidding>. time to go. <laughs> Wrap it up. No. Okay. So I actually was not the one that like even thought about taking a pregnancy test. It was actually Morgan. So that's my husband's name, by the way. So Morgan just, I don't know why he would keep asking me to take one or like, it was very odd. But so I was with my friend and first of all, this kind of shows just how young and naive we were. We went to the store and got a test, but it ended up being an ovulation test. So it wasn't even a pregnancy. And it said no, obviously, because I wasn't ovulating. Right. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so um, yeah, I took it in the bathroom with my friend there. Morgan was in the store or in your house? my house. Okay. The ovulation test or the pregnancy? Both. Okay. okay, We had to go back to the store after the ovulation test. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But so yeah, we took it in the bathroom. And then I remember I was like, you got to look at it. I can't because I did not think I was. I just was super naive. I was like, that would never happen to me. And I think anyone that gets pregnant at that age thinks that like I'm invincible and Mm -hmm. like they don't realize that that kind of stuff can happen. Right. Yeah. But Anyway, so she looks at it and she like just I, and I could see it in her eyes instantly. And I was like, I'm pregnant. And she was like, yeah, you are. And she starts crying. I start laughing because I just didn't know. Like, it's just it was a weird so reaction. Shocked. Yeah, I was so shocked. shocked. So I was laughing out of just pure shock. And are you the kind of person that like laughs instead of like yeah. cries? Oh yeah, like when I'm nervous, you guys. Are probably- <laughs> I'm kind of like that too. Like in very <laughs> bad situations where like someone gets actually hurt, I'm like trying not to. Laugh. Yeah, I know. And you're like, <laughs> I, I me. feel awkward. Yeah, I'm like, it's not. I'm. I don't think this is funny, but I don't know what else to do. Yeah. So. Oh my yeah. Gosh. So I was laughing, and my friends looking at me like, "Why are you laughing? This is serious." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know it is, but it." So was were you shocking. a junior at this point, or so? A sophomore? Yeah, okay. I was a junior. And so then I text Morgan, I'm like, so this happened because he knew I was taking the test Mm -hmm. and he's like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Like, we'll figure it out. And, and then I start freaking out and he's like totally calm. He's been calm about it since like day one. Yeah. Since I told him obviously. And so I was always the one that was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Like Mm -hmm. I'm freaking out. So he was trying to calm me down and all that, but yeah, that's how I found out. And then um, my friend, she instantly got on the computer and set me up an appointment. It was at Planned Parenthood. Yeah. And so she set me up an appointment. I went. She drove me there. I didn't, wasn't even driving then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was 16, but I didn't have my license yet. So she drove me there and- Did the, your parents or anybody else know no, at this point? Okay, no. just you and Morgan and so, your friend. Yeah, it took me like a good four weeks to tell my parents- so, because I was terrified and yeah. I was so young that I wasn't, by the way, I didn't find out till I was 13 weeks. Yeah, I was 13 weeks when I found out I was pregnant. Oh, wow. Oh so, um, yeah, you that's, weren't that's like your showing second trimester. No, I was tiny though. And I was obviously super young. And so, yeah. Yeah. And, and also we found out later, I don't know if I'm going too far off. No. Am I? Okay. No, not at all. We found out later that that Mia was um, not thriving because of all the anxiety and everything. So, mm. um, but that was after I had told, told my parents and stuff. But yeah, I set an appointment at Planned Parenthood. I went there and 
she brought in like a tiny little baby statue and said, this is how big your baby is and you are pregnant. And um, I just start bawling with her. And I still remember her. Her name was Leslie. And she was just the sweetest. I She felt like an angel because she was just so sweet and comforting. And um, she totally like helped guide me and everything. So that's awesome. um, Yeah. But a lot of people don't know that when I went there, I mean, the first thing I could think of when, um, like when I found out I was pregnant was this can't be real. Like I, it didn't feel real until she told me that mm-hmm. and until she brought in a fake little statue baby. So when she told me that she kind of said like, well, what are you going to do? And I said, I don't know. Do you guys have abortions here? I, and that's just totally against everything I've ever believed but I was so young and I was so terrified and I was so scared. And I kind of felt like that's what you're supposed to do. And I don't know even know why I thought that's not even like that's what people around me were doing. Yeah. But it's just something that I felt like that's what I'm supposed to do so that I don't mm-hmm. disappoint my parents, so that I don't ruin at the time I thought I was ruining Morgan's life or my life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And which is so selfish because obviously there's a baby that is growing inside me and I like but I didn't understand the you know, I yeah, was so young. Yeah. I didn't understand like the severity of it, how big of a deal that is. So um, she sat me down and she made me watch a video of an abortion. And I was just crying the whole time. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to do that. And so because I didn't understand like what it even was, like what would happen and like how you people do that, I yeah. guess. And again, it's I was such just a foreign naive. thing. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not happening to oh, you. Oh, yeah. And so when I watched the video and I and she told me I was pregnant, I saw the statue and I was like, this is real. And I do have a baby and this baby has done nothing wrong and I want to love this baby. And so from there, I kind of just knew that I needed to step up and take it seriously. Wow. So that appointment, so how long after that appointment did you tell your parents? Four weeks? About four weeks, yeah. Okay. And how did you tell them? So I actually text them, and which is funny because I listened to your guys' podcast with Tyson. Yeah. And I was like, now I don't feel so bad because I, when I tell people I text my parents, they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, I, that's all that I could think of that would be the best way to tell them, I guess. Yeah. I guess. So, um... Yeah, and I, and I knew that I would be able to control when they saw it and what was said, and I knew that it would give them, like, a chance to kind of think about it and not react so intense right? Um, because I knew they'd be disappointed. So I text them, and I put my sister and my brother and my mom and dad in the message, and I addressed every one of them. I, like, apologized to my sister saying, I'm so sorry that I'm taking the – or I'm giving – mom and dad like the first grandchild because I felt like I was taking that from her I guess because she was the oldest she was married Mm -hmm. and so I apologized for that I apologized for my to my brother because he I don't know I guess I felt like he always has stood up for me and felt like I was disappointing him and same thing with my parents so so this might be a very personal question (laughs) tell me if it is but did your parents know that you were like having sex like you were sexually active or did they have no clue so no not really my mom would always talk to me or she would sometimes come up to me and try to have the talk with me and mm-hmm. like see and tell me like that we can go to the doctor and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, ew, mom, no. And like, it was just weird because I didn't feel like I could talk to them about stuff like that because of our beliefs and everything. Right. So, and I didn't want to disappoint them. And I felt like, 
I didn't want to tell them that so that then, then I would go on birth control or whatever and then mm-hmm. they knew and then it was all awkward and weird and then I felt like I'd be in trouble all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. So, no, they didn't really know. And my dad didn't even really know Morgan. My mom did. But so it was a huge shock to them for sure. Gosh. So what – do you remember what you said in the message – Sorry, my no, my nose is seriously so nasally. Do you remember what the message, what you had said or kind of just... Yeah, I just kind of said to my mom and dad that I obviously was pregnant. And like I said, I addressed my brother and my sister in it and told them, kind of just gave them the rundown because they had no idea what was going on, obviously. And so I told them about the appointment and everything. And my mom texts me and she goes you're going to have to come home at some point. So you might as well come home now. And I was like, no, I'm not going home. Wait, where were you? Um, I was with Morgan and my friend. So he had also done the same thing. He told his mom and like sent her a text too. We did it at the same time. We guys are like babies. Like you I guys know. are so young. Exactly. Like, when you're 16, you feel so old. Oh yeah. You think that you have it all. You're like, Oh, I can, I'm yeah. a yeah. big kid. And you're like, no. But you're no. so young. You're yeah. just like, like hiding from your parents. Like, such no, a you natural are thing. a big kid. You're yeah. not, you think you're an adult, but yeah. you're just a big kid. Yeah. That's no, it. Seriously. So, yeah. But so you went home. I ended up going home, even though I did not want to do that at all. Mm-hmm. I went home and my parents actually, every single time we kind of had to discuss things that were serious. We would discuss them over a bonfire in front of our house on our driveway. So we kind of like were responsible for like how we would talk and how we, cause we are all like really intense people and we all like, everyone's pretty loud. I'm like the most quiet one out of all of them. But so when we would talk, it's just loud. So my mom would always do a bonfire. So anyway, we... So that you're like outside in public. Yeah, so you and can the like neighbors can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's so funny. That's so smart. That's funny. <laughs> But yeah, so I go home and my dad didn't talk to me for a full two days and just sat there at the bonfire, just not knowing what to say. And I don't blame him. And my mom was telling me like, oh, we're probably gonna have to move to Texas for your dad's job if we're gonna have to afford another baby and all this stuff. And I was like, absolutely not. Because I knew the kind of person Morgan was, they didn't really. So it was hard for them to kind of understand where I was coming from. They were just thinking about what they were going to do and how we were going to make this work and all of that. And so they were telling me that I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to move and take the baby away from Morgan. And my brother freaks out and flips me in my chair. And my sister is mad. Everyone's mad. And but pretty much didn't end well that night. It just Wait, was not. Wait, how old was your brother at the time? He was a year older than me, so he had to have been. Like oh, 17. I was thinking he was like your little brother. I'm like, dang. No, <laughs> he's he, like five. He was mad. Yeah, he and he's very like just protective of anyone and everyone. So at mm. that moment, he was trying to protect my parents, and he thought that I was just messing everything up. So he was not Aww. happy with me, but. And we were best friends too. We still are. Like we talk all the time, but he was obviously really upset. And then, yeah, after that, it was just kind of, we were trying to work it all out and get used to the idea of it. My mom was awesome. She, after like the first initial shock, she started just being really supportive and sweet and helpful and um, trying to like reassure me that things are going to be okay. So but my dad had to leave on vacation because, or not on vacation. He had to leave for work because my mom was like, you just need to get away and not think about this. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Did you um, ever talk about like adoption? Like yeah. was that ever an option or you guys were like, we we're totally did. It. Yeah. See, like, and that's the thing. It, it, 
uh, even talking about the fact that I even thought about abortion or even thought about adoption is like heartbreaking because I cannot imagine my, I'm going to get emotional. Oh, it's okay. I'm literally yeah. crying. I'm like, awesome. Even, yeah. Even thinking about the fact that I, I can't. No, it's okay. I'm literally crying. I am like such a baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm heartless. Even, awesome. <laughs> you're like, keep going. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Even thinking about, um, not having her is just, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Cause she has brought so many people in my family like together and we've like, just because of her life, so many amazing things have happened so it's crazy <laughs> to think that like yeah. that could have not happened yeah yeah like that she wouldn't be in our life that's just nuts <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah so we did think about adoption and oh thanks you're welcome <laughs> me crying I'm joking <laughs> anyone sheds a tear I'm like Pfft. yeah and you're like immediate I'm bawling it's fine um we thought about adoption and my mom it's actually funny we watched the show my mom and I watched the show teen mom with the girl Caitlin, I think her name is, she gave her daughter up for adoption. And when we watched the episode, I was like, I can't do that either. I am such a tender hearted person that like that would, my heart would be shattered. And I think my life would be totally, I mean, obviously it would be opposite of what it is now, but I have no idea where I would be because I think it would absolutely break my heart Yeah, and I would be just yeah. done. <laughs> so so sad. Yeah. So we ended up not going with adoption, obviously. Yeah. So what was the reaction of Morgan's parents? Did he grow up religious as well? Or um, so his parents are they're divorced. So they okay. he had to tell he told his mom first, and his mom said, like, you need to tell your dad. She reacted fine. Like she didn't really freak out, but she wasn't like overly excited, obviously. She was disappointed. And Morgan's dad, he's religious. He remarried and he, they're Christians as well. And so they um, definitely have like morals and all that. So they yeah. thought that that was just crazy too, but everyone pretty much warmed up to it after a while. But the initial shock, obviously everyone was pretty, pretty disappointed. Totally. <laughs> and I feel like, I mean, like you say, it's the initial shock, but then it's like, okay, it is what it is. So yeah, exactly. You know, they're not going to be so disappointed and upset forever. Yeah. My yeah. mom, my mom would say like, there's nothing we can do about it now. Now there's a baby and that's what we need to think about. So mm -hmm. that's what we would just focus on. And so that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. So you were still in school at this point though. So, no. Oh, you I didn't. actually got out and I did online school. Oh, okay. And I finished online and had her shortly after. Okay. So, so was that immediately after you found out you're pregnant or once you told them, then you got out of school? No, I or, was already in the online school. Oh, you were already in yeah. online school. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I got out and um, it was just something my parents wanted me to do. So they were very, they're very different than they were then. When they would see something they didn't like, they would pull me out of it. Yeah. and Or pull me out of things that I loved. And so that was something that they took away kind of when they um, would kind of like see things that I was doing that they didn't like yeah. so I was already out of school by then okay and so yeah I just finished online and yeah that's kind of nice yeah. that you were already already online. done yeah. yeah so yeah so there wasn't much of like if you already weren't in school I guess there probably wasn't much of a reaction from peers or people oh being there like, was oh there was oh there was I was okay. gonna say like did you ever get like bullied or so, like harassed so there was actually even a point before I even told my parents that I told a select few friends and those friends obviously shared with other friends and it kind of like went around and there would be girls. I remember I was at a football game. There was a girl um, that 
was going around telling everyone like Maddie, Maddie Miller's pregnant, Maddie Miller's pregnant. And I hadn't told my family. And so I went up to her and I was like, what's going on? Like, I haven't even talked to my parents yet. And you're going around spreading this. And, um, she just thought that she, it was her job to go tell everyone. But so she, yeah, there was definitely a reaction. Um, people would just say like the weirdest things, but I mean, even to this day, (laughs) there's people from his school, Morgan school that have something to say all the time. Like, what do they say? Like, on social media or, like, text him or... Yeah. I mean, the other day, someone someone went to Twitter and decided to just bash me. Just completely. I don't... And I don't even... I've never done anything to this person. And it's just... There's some people that just did not like me for whatever reason. For whatever I stood for and whatever I was. And so, yeah. I mean, there was definitely a reaction. And there's still some people that just don't like me for no reason but I can't control that and we're not in high school anymore. So I don't really mind. Yeah. I don't really care. It's kind of like, well, yeah, obviously they're not happy with their own life. So they have to worry about everyone else's. Yeah. Dang. So Mm -hmm. what has your and Morgan's relationship been since the baby? Like have you guys stayed together since or did you guys ever break up? We never broke up after having Mia. It completely like bonded us in a whole different way. And I think like just having a baby does that with your husband. You at the time he was only my boyfriend, but mm-hmm. he just stepped up right away into me. That was like the most attractive thing. And I I didn't even think that mine and Morgan's relationships kind of started as like a rebound, and that sounds awful, but he knew <laughs> that. Yeah. And and so um so yeah, I didn't think that anything serious was gonna come out of it. I never would have guessed that I'd be twenty two married to Morgan Beasley and um, have two kids with him. It would just like that would, I would have been like, no way. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but obviously that's like a total God thing, I think, because I, it could have been anyone, you know? And I, Mm -hmm. there's lots of situations where like, I've seen girls that have gotten pregnant at 16 and, or whatever age, just young. And they've had to deal with like the dad not stepping up. And I'm just so thankful that I never had to deal with that Mm -hmm. because that is just, I mean, it's hard enough being young and, Having to be a mom and then yeah. if you don't have the dad in the picture, it's really yeah. hard. So major now. props to like single moms for real because that's tough. It's tough being a mom in general. Oh, I'm sure. So Yeah, and having to do it by yourself. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely got lucky being able to have a baby with him. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you guys get married then? So we got married at 18. Mia was uh, a year and a year, a year and a half maybe. No, a okay. year. Yeah. Okay, so so you were both 18? Yeah. Okay. No, actually, a lot of people don't know this either. Morgan was 17. His mom literally had to sign a paper and say that he could get married. Really? Yes. It's crazy. I know. I know. So was he the same age um, as you in school? Yeah. So he's only two months younger than me. Okay, Okay, got it. So we got married when I was 18 and he was 17, about to turn. Our anniversary is May 1st and then he turned... um, 18 on the 22nd of May. Okay. okay. So, yeah, pretty much 18, but yeah. 17. <laughs> so when you guys Still were really young. Yeah. yeah. When you guys were dating, like you said before, um, you got pregnant, were you like, oh, I want to marry this kid? Or was it just like no. kind of... No. That's so funny. Yeah. Like I was not super... Like we weren't super serious. We... Or at least I wasn't super like invested in like a future, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I wasn't like, oh, this is it. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have a baby with him. 
it all just happened that way and I would have never guessed it to be like that yeah but that is so crazy so what is like one thing that you would go back and tell yourself one piece of advice that you wish you would known at that point probably just to not stress so much because I mean it all works out the way it's supposed to Mm -hmm. and I have to tell myself that with really everything because obviously there's a plan for your life and I think that you just kind of have to go with the flow. Yeah. yeah. Roll so, with the punches. Yeah. And I wished I wouldn't have stressed out so much about it and worried about other people's opinions, I guess. What were you most stressed about? Like, what was your biggest fear of the most? Were you scared of after you had the baby, like, then what? Or was yeah. it, or did you kind of know, like, you said you've always known the person Morgan is, so you're like, you knew he would step up, or were you kind of like, oh, what's going to happen with us? Like, yeah. I mean, we made a promise to each other that. We would never stay together just because we had a baby together Mm -hmm. because I think that that's more – that does more harm than good for the child. And so I wanted her to see happy parents, whether that meant we were together or separate and happy as individuals. And so we had made that promise to each other. And um, I never thought that he would – when it be her dad, I never thought that he um, wouldn't be there for her – But I would, I guess, think about, well, maybe we don't work out together and then I have to introduce another person to her. And that was a scary thought. But I didn't really think about that too often just because we were so good together. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really stress too much about it. But I mean, it's definitely a thought that crosses your mind when you have a baby and you're not married and all that. Right. Yeah, so. it's like, where is my life going to yeah. go from here? Yeah. yeah. So what had you, like, pictured for your life up to that point before? Like, did you have a plan or were you just kind of going? I was kind of – I've always just been kind of go with the flow. So yeah. I never really knew. I've always loved beauty, so I knew that I would eventually do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, I didn't know that I would um, be, a be married. Yeah, yeah. And be a young mom and all that. So that was – kind of a shock that that that's where my life is going to go but it's I can't see myself doing anything else so right well I think like some girls it's it's easier to have that kind of personality though than like people who from the age of 12 are like okay I'm I'm gonna get married at this age and I'm gonna go to this college and I'm gonna get this degree and like plan out their entire life and have these like extreme expectations and then if something little messes it up like they don't get into that college like and then their life is devastated and it's like you can have a perfectly good and happy maybe even happier life yeah. With that way than the way that you had like envisioned in your yourself. head. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Wait, we're really fast. Oh. Sorry. I'm like backtracking a little bit, but um, did you find out she was, you found out the gender before you had her, right? Like you knew you were having a girl. Yeah. Um, Were you like super excited about having a girl or were, did you care either way? I, I did want a boy first. Oh, I, really? I did because I was like, if I had a boy first, then he could protect the younger sibling. I think a lot of people so want that. Yeah. I did, yeah. I did want a boy. But um, I found out like shortly after I even found out I was pregnant that I was having a girl. So right from the start, I just... You knew. Yeah, I knew. So I'd get excited about it. Mm-hmm. And obviously having a girl is really fun. It's They're fun to dress and they're fun to like... I just love having now a five-year-old girl. It's so fun because mm-hmm. she's just like my little friend. Yeah, she's a little so bestie. Cute. Yeah. She's so cute. She's super fun. Yeah. So... Um, should we take a, break, a little break? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <clears throat> All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> After these messages. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. I wish we had some sponsorships up here. <laughs> okay. 
we're back. Thanks for uh, sticking around, even though on the recording it probably just skips right to yeah. this. Um, okay, so going into like pregnancy and birth, how was that for you? Like, did you have any issues with either of them? So pregnancy with Mia, I actually, um, with my first ultrasound, um, after I had told my parents, they had told me that she was in the two percentile. So she wasn't surviving or thriving. She was surviving. She was not <laughs> thriving. And so she was really little and they were pretty concerned about it. But they sent me to a specialist about four weeks later. And that um, obviously within four weeks, we had kind of warmed up to the idea of it. And my parents were super supportive and um, at that point, and they were getting us excited um, as much as you can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so I had another ultrasound appointment with a specialist, and it was four weeks later, and within the four weeks, she was up to 48 percentile, So, which is crazy because then, then we were like, wow, just me sharing with my family and getting that off my chest – and being open about what was going on with my friends and family. Like relieved so much anxiety. And a lot of people don't realize that like when you're stressed while you're pregnant, your baby feels that. And I know that she was feeling that I was stressed and that I was kind of like dealing with things. And so she wasn't feeling as loved as she should have. And Mm -hmm. so my doctor actually pulled my mom aside when we found out that she was too small and said, you need to name this baby and you need to let her dad love on the baby and um, really connect because she's not doing well. Like she's not as big as she should be and she needs to kind of move up in the charts, I guess. And so, and they definitely wanted to see that within the next couple of weeks. So just being able to share that with friends and family um, and her feel the love she grew, and that's mm-hmm. just crazy. That is that's so what I, should be a children's book. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> so cute. Yeah, well, seriously, like I don't think people understand the the physical physical effect on your like body. Yeah, literally. Yeah, not just mentally. Like, so I think that's a really cool way to kind of see that too. Yeah, like, when you love yourself and your baby, and your baby everything yeah. like Growing it thrives. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that a lot. definitely. So, and my births, those are a whole nother story. Yeah. They are both not very good experiences, but I would absolutely do it again. Yeah. Um, they were, I, my kids just want to stay in my womb forever and <laughs> like, it's oh comfy. Goodness. Yeah. And so it's a struggle to get both of them out, but. Really? Were they small or big babies? Oh, ginormous. Really? <laughs> yes. So Mia, she, she grew. Yeah. After that. She grew. You're like, we she loved really her a little grew. too much. Yeah. <laughs> A little less love. <laughs> no. How she, much did they weigh? So Mia was 8.1 and Bowie was 9.1. Oh my god! So Bowie was ginormous. And now he's just a petite little guy. He doesn't even look like he's one. He looks like he's eight months old. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! That's so crazy. So who so, was in the room with you when you gave birth to Mia? So I obviously did it different than when I had Bowie. It was totally a different experience. But with Mia, I had my mother-in-law and which is just like not normal, I guess. But yeah, um, I had my mother-in-law, my dad, which that's shocking to a lot of people. My dad was in there. Um, he stood behind me though. And yeah. so did Morgan because Morgan, I mean, we were so young. He did not want to see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but just, he did watch Bowie and he was like, that's pretty cool. But I mean, at 16, no. Yeah. Maybe that's just yeah, that's too much. a little shocking yeah. for teenage boys. I oh, passed yeah. out in my junior anatomy <laughs> class watching birth. Yeah. I literally passed. You guys. 
Ow. <laughs> it's intense. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, so first of all, they anyone. like showed us in our anatomy class. Like we were, li- I think we were juniors, maybe seniors. But I'm like, first of all, I'm a girl, so I shouldn't be passing out. I was so embarrassed. But they like, our teacher was pregnant, and so she was so gung ho about like, guys, this is a birth. So we watched two videos, and the first one I was fine, and then the second one, you know, all the like, it showed everything, it's too didn't much. it? Yeah. Everything like blood, and I was like, I'm squeamish around blood, and so. As I was watching, I was like, oh, I'm full good. I like went to go put my head on my desk. And the next thing I know, my legs are on the chair. I'm on the floor. I'm looking at the light and my teacher's above me. And my whole class is like standing up, like looking at me. I'm like, oh, you're like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Then they had to wheelchair me to the office. It was the worst day of my life. No, I watched my sister give birth and I was like, so this is what it looks like. Oh my gosh. I have never watched a birth. I cannot even imagine. Don't they say like you can have a mirror if you want? I, why no I no not. no no thank you <laughs> why they didn't even put well Mia they didn't even put her on my chest because she I was so far along like I said my kids want to stay in forever I was so far along that she had marconium in my womb which is pretty means. much just poop it's her poop okay um and so sorry guys <laughs> <TMI>. <laughs> no. I'm like we can't say that word yeah <laughs> you learn something new every what day I say? <laughs> no. um but yeah, so she had that in her womb, which no one told me because they didn't want to freak me out. And so the NICU nurse, like, um, she was in there, and which was kind of odd. But again, I had no idea what it was, what I was doing, or like mm-hmm. what's normal, what's not. And she came out like purple and not breathing because I was so far oh, along. Scary. And she, yeah, had that, and she had obviously digested some of it. Oh wow. Um, and so I didn't get her put on my chest, but with Bowie, I did. And it was a totally different experience. It was like what people say, like, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I didn't get that with Mia. I couldn't see even like when Mia came out, they were like, look at your baby. She's so beautiful. Like after they already like yeah. sucked everything out. Um, and I'm like, I can't see. I can't see. Because I was so just, I was loopy. Yeah. So, did you get an epidural with both of them? Yeah. Okay. But Mia's was a little bit more... It was harder for me to be – I was induced with both of them. Okay. With Mia, I had um, I had tried a lot of different ways of induction. And so I think that mixed with the epidural caused me to, like, um, lose sight. And I was also very tired. It had been, like, three days. And I had – Oh, so you literally couldn't see. I was just – I mean, it was foggy. Oh. I could see, but it, I was, it wasn't, like, as black. Yeah. But it was very foggy. So I couldn't see what she looked like. Mm-hmm. Like, I – yeah. So, yeah. Jeez. Yep. Birth is terrifying. <laughs> just yeah. like, oh my gosh. So crazy. Wow. Can't wait. It's totally different though. Like I feel like I there was a it's a world of a difference. Um, doing it when you are married and you are ready and being older, obviously. And so with Bowie it was beautiful, even though it was obviously it's not like it's like pain free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. But um yeah. Probably just different circumstances. Yeah, I guess. totally. Um, so was Bowie, like, had you guys planned on having another? We did. Okay. So you were, you were planning on that. Yeah. So we wanted, we didn't plan for them to be so far in age, but obviously we wanted to wait till we were like ready because we didn't wait obviously until we were ready with Mia. So, um, we wanted to really wait and, um, she was three, I think. And by the time Bowie was born, she was four. So, so she was like three and a half probably when we actually got pregnant, but Mm -hmm. Now I love their age gap, and I'm like, I'm waiting another four years to yeah, have another one. That That's is kind of so, nice. Because she's in kindergarten now, so I'm like, this is great. Yeah, oh my that's gosh, so is nice. that crazy that you have a kindergarten? Yeah, it's absolutely strange yeah. because I'm like, I'm 22, and I have a daughter in elementary school. 
That's crazy. Nuts. That's really crazy. It's that's kind of nice that you're going to be a super young mom, like, yeah. in there. I think I'll be able to relate to her, and I think that that's important. Yeah, that'll be fun. For me, because I felt like, not like I wasn't close to my parents, but we weren't, like, the best of friends. Yeah. And so it was hard for me to really share what was going on in my life with them. Mm-hmm. And, like but- I said, they're so, so different now. It's crazy. Like, my mom is my absolute best friend. And my dad, I could tell him anything. or And he's always there. He's super, super helpful and supportive and stuff. But, like, when I was a kid, obviously, they had different rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had to listen to them. But right. So I'm excited to be able to relate, I guess, with her more no that's fun I think it's fun to have a young mom um I was gonna ask you so you've been a stay-at-home mom since Mia was born right yeah and so now you're going have you started school yet yeah well I start on the first so on Wednesday so are you like nerve like what are your feelings about that I'm nervous that's like one thing that that's hard as a teen mom is like that you have to kind of figure your life out while you have kids instead Mm -hmm. of doing it before and being ready and prepared. And so now I'm like going to school and I'm gonna have to study and I'm gonna have to, I mean, granted it's only four months. It's not Mm -hmm. like it's that long. Well, that's still a long time. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm going full time. So I have to it's really like packed all in the short amount of time. And so I really have to take it like seriously and, but I'm ready for it and I'm glad that she'll be in school. And so it's really only Bowie that I'll be leaving sad yeah that is sad I just always feel guilty like doing anything for myself but I'm like now it's time it's time for me to it's been five years I mean six years since I've been pregnant which is just crazy yeah with Mia and and ever since then like I haven't done anything for myself and I think it's important to take care of yourself too as a mom Oh, totally and like to be the best version of yourself for your kids even like if you're not taking care of yourself then I feel like you can't be the best mom same thing with the wife too I feel like yeah yeah I feel like you really need to like have things for yourself and take care of yourself so that you can you're not giving your last to your family I guess right so you have that energy yeah because you're you're fueling yourself yeah yeah Yeah. that makes sense I follow someone else on Instagram that was kind of a young mom and she had said something like I really lost myself being a young mom. Like I didn't know, not that she didn't know who she was, but like you said, she didn't really have stuff going for her, you know, like she didn't have really hobbies or anything. She's like, oh, I'm just a mom. And so now she's like starting all her stuff a little bit later in life, you know, where most people kind Mm -hmm. of like you said, figure themselves out before they have kids. And anyway, so, but I think the whole theme of this podcast, especially this episode in particular is just showing that like, you can just roll with the punches and still live a happy, fulfilling life, even if it's not what you pictured for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you obviously did not picture your life playing out this way. And I'm sure sometimes it's super hard, but I feel like you said you couldn't see it any other way. No, not at all. Yeah. It's not what I pictured, but I think it's definitely what was supposed to happen. And I'm super grateful that it all worked out like this. Yeah. So... And I think if you're open to accepting it, it's even better. Yeah. Like if you were to be like, oh, just fighting it and like, oh, I just wish it wasn't. I wish I wasn't. Yeah. I wish yeah. I could go out. I wish I could do. Which I, I wish I could go back in time. And ch- it's yeah. just like, it's such a waste of time yeah. to do that. Yeah, so it's, it's good that change. you have that yeah. kind of like, I can tell you're very chill, go with the flow. Yeah. Like that's so, I wish I was more like that. My husband's so like that. And I'm like, <laughs> like stressing out. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but we said we were going to be there at seven. And uh, he's like, okay. See, but I can, can be like that. I can stress oh, really? out about like a lot of little things, like things that are, that are out of my control. But I think that I've had to learn to be even more go with the flow since mm-hmm. having 
kids. Since having kids, yeah. So. So what do you feel like has been the hardest part of your and Morgan's relationship? Do you feel like having kids, I mean, obviously it's probably bonded you more than most young couples, but do you also feel like it's come with challenges where it's like... Totally. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think um, financially, when you're, when you're struggling financially as a couple, that puts a strain on your relationship and having kids or especially with Mia before we had, I mean, Bowie, we wanted to wait till we were obviously financially ready. So it was a little bit easier, but with Mia, I mean, he literally worked at Taco Bell to make, to pay for her diapers and her formula. And then he would work at Neaters and then he, he's worked his way up to where he's at right now, just getting new jobs and getting different experiences and whatever. So he has done absolutely anything to help out and, um, like pay for the stuff that she's needed. But I think also having a baby young and getting married young, um, you're not financially ready and set. And so it's, it's really difficult. And I think that if anything, that has been the hardest thing for us, but having kids obviously makes it all worth it. Yeah. So. Well, cause even I relate on such a small, small level with literally just having a puppy, but like <laughs> we just got a puppy and I think it was yesterday, me and Leif like looked at each other and he was like, I miss you. And I was like, I miss you too. Like we literally haven't done anything with each other or just by oh, ourselves yeah. or like had any time because we've mm-hmm. just been watching her 24 7 and I'm sure with the kid it's even oh it's hard escalated and having two kids but it's I just picture like I told him this is seriously a taste of motherhood because it's like you really do have to make time mm-hmm. for your spouse and like oh, yeah. make time to do stuff or else you're not gonna yeah that's I don't know. Prob- yeah that's another thing for sure is like making time for each other because yeah. it's hard. He'll come up from work and I'm like, hey, what's up? And like, I'll give him a hug and a kiss. And then I'll be like, hey, I'm going back to making dinner and take care of the kids. <laughs> yeah. Bye. So once the kids go to bed, that's when we like take the time. We like make sure that we're watching a show together or spending time with each other. And so, yeah, it's definitely important for like making to have like date effort. nights. Yeah. I know. So our dog, people listening know I have a great Dane and she sleeps in between me and my husband. And Nick's like, <laughs> This is putting such a strain on our relationship. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it's not. We can't cuddle it because I'm like, Sophie, come here and I'll cuddle with Sophie instead. And he's like, we need to get her her own bed because I can't deal with this anymore. So I'm like, I know. Imagine having children. Yeah. This is a dog. Yeah. Luckily, both our kids do not sleep with us ever. Yeah. Because, yeah, like they absolutely would just stay up and yeah, it would be bad if they tried mm-hmm. sleeping with us. Yeah. So they don't do that. But date nights are important with Oh, yeah. It's like to when it's not so easy, that's I feel like when your relationship really gets like tested. Oh, yeah. Is when you have to like both make an effort and it's yeah. not just like easy. Yeah. yeah. Like dating and you're all that distracted stuff. all the time as a mom and dad. Like mm-hmm. you don't even think you forget that you're forgetting them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. What is um, Mia and Bowie's relationship like? Was Mia, I don't know, how was that transition into having two kids? Like, were you super nervous about it or were you like, she'll be fine? Um, Mia actually had been begging for a sibling. So oh, that's good. Yeah. And and I was like, no, no, not for a while. Yeah. Um, but obviously when we – so we really tried to involve her in everything because um, as far as like having another baby so that she felt like she was a part of it. So we would say we had talked to her and said that we were going to try to have another baby and she thinks that you just pray to God and then he puts one in your belly. So oh, she would pray every night. And so um, she would get really, really excited just even thinking about having a sibling, but I don't think she was still pretty young. She was three. So at the time I thought that she was all big and whatever, but now 
the difference is just crazy. I think if I got pregnant anytime soon, which I'm not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that um, she would be even more excited than that she was. I don't think she really understood what was going to happen, um, but she is an awesome big sister. Like she helps me out with everything. Mm-hmm. And um, now he's at the age where they can play more. So they have so much fun. That's so fun. And they're just buddies. It's really awesome. Oh, that's, that's cute. So I think cute. that's a good – wait, you said they're like almost four years? Yeah. Yeah, that's like a good, I feel like, age group where they're not too close, yeah. but that's awesome. I'm hoping that it'll be good. Mia will be graduating – or she'll be a senior when he's a freshman. That's fun. So I think they'll only have one year where they really have to hear about each other at school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. And then be done. So yeah. I'm hoping that's a good thing. So how do you um, – I have heard – Obviously, like, we're not moms, so we don't know, but how do you deal with mom guilt? Because I've heard that, and I've seen that on, like, Facebook, and I've heard on shows, like, mom guilt. It's bad. (laughs) It's a real thing. Well, first of all, what is mom guilt? So I think mom guilt is just feeling bad to do anything for yourself or doing anything that doesn't involve your, your kids, and so it's really, really hard to make time for yourself because you feel like, I should be doing this instead, and so... That's tough, and it, and I've definitely had to find a balance and figure that out because, like I said, it's really important to do things for yourself, and I think this last year, I had made a ton of goals for myself, like wrote them all down because I was just feeling like I wasn't, I wasn't like fulfilled, I guess. Like I wanted to do more as a mom and as a wife and also as an individual, so I made goals and I've just decided to take it seriously. So I've tried to like check things off. And one of them was to do things like for myself every once in a while so that I felt happy by myself. And then I could in return bring it back to Morgan and the kids and be better for it. So yeah, it's definitely hard, but it's important. Yeah, I think that's a really good answer. Dealing with mom guilt is being more... Not selfish, but being more like taking time for self-care yeah. and stuff because then, like we said, you're You almost mom. feel selfish, but it's yeah. like it is important. So, yeah. And making goals, I feel like, is – I always go back to this because I wrote this book called Make Yourself Proud. It's just like a little ebook, But it's like when you're making yourself proud, then you're just like overall happier and you can be a better wife and a better mom. So I feel like if you have these goals and you're actually sticking to them, it's like you feel more empowered than I if agree. you're just like – I don't know, going through the motions, you know, and not really trying super hard. So I think that's good. Did you have any other questions on the thing? So let's just ask, this is not um, pertaining to mom and all that stuff. These are just fun questions. Okay. Okay. Okay, If you could make one rule that everyone had to follow, what rule would it be? Be nice. I know that sounds so cliche. No, that's good. But just be kind. I don't think people, I think a lot of people forget that everyone is dealing with things like, behind closed doors and they don't they don't understand that just being kind even makes you feel better about yourself yeah and um but it also like makes it could make someone's day and you have no idea mm-hmm. yeah so Leif's cousin passed away it was like super unexpected and um that immediate family was driving somewhere I think and someone honked at them and like did something and I remember like the sister just saying like if he knew like what kind of day we were having oh, like yeah. he would have never honked you know yeah. and it's just sad like not saying you can never honk because I honk sometimes at people <laughs> but like you know what I mean it's just yeah. crazy you just don't know what other people are going through so exactly. it's, you should just always be as kind as possible yeah. yeah even the tiniest things like can make people's day like, mm-hmm. 
I've said this a million times too, but my husband's so good at that. He picks things up for people like at our apartment complex, like the trash can is like on the other side and he'll see someone carrying like two boxes, like not even like overflowing their arms, just like carrying and, and he'll run over them. and like yeah. help them and like make awesome. friends with them. And I'm like, I just wish I was like that because yeah. when people are like that to me, like even holding the door open and saying something today, someone held the door open, door open for me and I was like, oh, thank you. And she's like, you're welcome. That'll be a thousand dollars. Like <laughs> it just like made me it feel make, happy. It makes your day. For yeah. Real. Like, I was just like, oh, okay. And it I really also does. I also saw this quote too that was like I think it says if you see something beautiful in someone speak it or like tell them mm-hmm. and so I've been trying to make an effort to do that more because sometimes I'll I be need to do that. I'll be like I don't know the cash register her makeup will look awesome or something like that and where I'm like hey your makeup looks so pretty and then I can just see their face light up and I'm like I'm so happy that I just said that even that. though for yeah. some weird reason it's like almost awkward you, you feel, feel like awkward yeah awkward being like oh I like this or whatever but it makes people's day if you're just like you look so cute. Like, I love your shirt. Girls are just like, oh my gosh. My friend is really good at doing that. So I'm like, hopefully she rubs off on me because she's always complimenting people. And that's how she starts a conversation is just like, oh, I like this or I love this. And you can tell that it makes people want to talk to you because Mm -hmm. they feel like you're actually interested in them. And so, yeah, I agree with that. Definitely. Okay. One more. Who inspires you to be better? I think, honestly, it's Morgan and probably because he is so calm about everything and he's so like just level-headed if I'm having an issue and or like something's upsetting me he tries to make me think about maybe what I was doing wrong and in return I can like make it better and not think so I guess selfishly but he definitely is like a really good person. And I'm like, I wish I was more like you. Yeah, no, that's so good. I feel that Leif is the same way, super level-headed. And I get all like high strung and stressed and then he just like brings me down to earth. I'm like, oh. Oh, it is a lot. Yeah, Leif is the calmest person I've ever met. He He does seem really calm. Yeah, he's very chill, but I'm grateful for it. Like whenever I can get Leif to even like laugh, like really laugh, I'm like, (laughs) I did something good today. (laughs) I'm proud of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, no, that's good. I think that, it's awesome when your spouse is the person who can motivate you to be better, you know, and yeah. who inspires you. I think that's really awesome. Okay, well, anything else that anyone wants to say? I feel like that was so good. I don't think so. Okay. I'm good. Um, well, first of all, you guys need to go follow Maddie. Her Instagram is Maddie Beasley, right? Yeah. Okay, at Maddie Beasley. Go look at her and her kids. They're perfect. <laughs> um, and there's lots of them to look at. Yes. <laughs> so cute. And um, as always, you guys can follow us at What We Said Podcast on Instagram or um, we have a Facebook group. We have a Twitter. We have, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any other social media sites? I don't think so. No. Well, we also have a website called What We Said Podcast.com. And you guys can, there's like a little contact form if you guys have any suggestions for topics or ideas you want us to talk about. Or just stories. Like we, I love reading stories that people send in. Like, if it has something to do with, because we asked about first dates a while ago, like worst first dates, because we, we got to do a so part many. Of I was dying. <laughs> yeah, we want so more funny. of those stories because we want to do a part so two. So funny. And we know there are worse ones out there, so send yeah. them in. And and even if you guys have anyone that you know that you'd like us to interview who has like a cool story of any kind, 
Or if mm-hmm. you just want to say, hey, you can email us. Oh, our email is hello. If you want to compliment us, that's fine. We love that. <laughs> if you want to leave us a five-star rating, it's fine. <laughs> if you, uh, this is on our website, but if you leave us um, constructive criticism, something negative, please leave it in the subject line so we know what not to read and ignore. <laughs> this is hate mail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just negative. Those ones. We're like, okay, thank you. Basically, find us at anything at what we said podcast. Anything. You can find us. Okay, Maddie, you're going to say our um, outro with us. Do you know what it is? Oh, wait. Oh, also, if you want to screenshot this episode and, yeah, and post, post it on, on your Instagram, Instagram story. story. Did oh, we already say it. that? No. I'm I just thought- get so caught up every time. <laughs> I think like- we're going to have to delete all this because we're annoying. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, follow Maddie. Follow us on Instagram. And thanks so much, Maddie, for No, yeah, thank you, Thanks guys. for this coming. Was fun. No, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. So thank you. One, two, three. And And that's that's what we said. said. Bye, Bye. guys.